0: Welcome to our George
1: of the Jungle podcast. <laughs> <They> we're discussing <laughs> George of the Jungle 2. No, um, welcome to Casual Discussions with the boys. Episode 11. We got, yeah, our numbers are dwindling. We got half of us left. We got snapped. <laughs> Not really. but yeah, <laughs> jump here because of Corona. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, with restrictions easing, the guys are less free, but uh, we work with what we can. And in the great words of that meme. It is what it is. Uh, for, today, for this one, we're looking at uh, Ant-Man, uh, the uh, 12th installment in the MCU. Number six in phase two. I think it was the last one, after Age of Ultron. Uh, four initial thoughts. We've got Malika, Alvarez, and then me.
0: Wait, was this... You said this was after Age of Ultron?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, no, no, no never mind. I just, <laughs> I just wigged out for a
2: second. <laughs> um, all right. Initial thoughts. Honestly, I actually really like this one. Um, I watched it again last weekend, and I was really entertained. Um, and hats off to Marvel. They managed to get a superhero that not many people knew about if you're in a comic buff, and they made it for all ages and groups, and it was quite successful, and they did it really well. Um, like, it was funny. The action was good. The characters were like, Except for the yellow jacket. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not, I, I really like this one. It was pretty funny. Yeah, did I? Sorry, I was just looking up the release
0: schedule.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: no, because it wicked me out because the last episode we did was Guardians, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, now- yeah, I switched around the orders just... Yeah, because it way.
0: makes sense to put an avengers movie last right yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. okay that's why i was wigging out um <laughs> no nah, similar to malika i think they did a really good job um similar actually going back to guardians introducing a character that pretty much nobody really knew about and i guess for me personally a, a character that i personally didn't care about like mm. again when you've got like the god of thunder you've got an incredible hulk and you've got all these insane characters why am I going to go watch a movie about some guy that shrinks? Like, um, but no, but again, hats off to them. They did it really well. They made it really entertaining. I don't think they tried to make it more than it could be. Like they, they played with what they had and they did it well. Um, So yeah, I really enjoyed it. Good movie.
1: Yeah. I agree. Coming off the back of what you were saying, um, how they didn't go too big like. For my initial feels, I like that no, they went really smooth. <laughs> and okay, yeah, and they went to I-, I like the grounded approach of this one, mm. um, especially coming off Age of Ultron Guardians, like you said, being an ant, cosmic and galactic, <laughs> and then just like this massive Avengers movie again. And then it's funny because. Uh, it's right after it is civil war, which is another heavy movie. So it was good to get this like kind of quirky fun movie in between, which, uh, yeah, was Ant-Man and yeah, I really enjoyed it. I actually watched it, uh, in the United, when I was in America at the movies and I really had a good time when I saw it as well. thought it was really funny. Uh, I did, um, in the, the only, uh, my knowledge of Ant-Man isn't huge, but I go off, Again, by, from the uh, that cartoon we used to watch, Smarty heroes and yeah, Ant Man was not the most entertaining character in that show, <laughs> to be honest. But um, you know, I thought he was kind of yeah, he was alright. Like he had he had his place on the team, but yeah, he wasn't all that exciting if we're being honest. <laughs> um, but yeah, in this movie, I think it was a good idea to go. They kind of just skipped over Hank Pym and went straight to Scott Lang, mm-hmm. who they cast as Paul Rudd which was a really good casting.
2: Yeah, it was done. I, that skip over for me was done really well. It mm. was what other studios that shall remain unnamed aren't doing well with their origin stories. Call them out.
1: Call them out. <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> DC,
2: I'm talking to you. Uh, um, if you're watching DC, just... Yeah.
1: Never mind. Um,
2: DC CEO. We'll, post, this, this, this we'll post it on Reddit and see if Henry Cavill watches this. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, like they did it really well. Where it was, it's a relatively unheard of character, and they've given you the original version of him and the new version in the same movie. And you don't leave it going, "I'm confused" or "I don't really get what's going on here." You go out going, "Yeah, that's really good." I know all I need to know about the character, which I think what's in runtime,
0: in itself, I think I think is a bit of a smart move as well because mm-hmm. they can essentially like. They acknowledge the fact that, hey, this character is not going to be the original Ant-Man, so don't expect us mm-hmm. to stay, like, straight to source, right? They're like, Hank Pym's there. We acknowledge that he's the original, but he's not the one that we're focusing on. We're focusing on Scott Lang. Yeah. So don't even try to come at us with, that doesn't match the comics, because we're not talking <laughs> to.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was the first time you kind of see that whole passing of the torch thing in, um, in Marvel uh you kind of have it now with tony to spider-man or potentially to that kid but this one it's like the actual name of ant-man was passed on to the next to the next guy which was scott lang
2: yeah
1: um yeah so hank pym was michael douglas um yeah fitzy said that apparently he joined the movie because he wanted to get more experimental with his acting um the guy's like a hundred how much more
0: experimental yeah (laughs)
1: yeah, but then uh again i think he has most of his movies are really like very serious yeah and whatnot so to come to a marvel movie which is kind of aimed at all audiences is kind of different but even then like i wouldn't say his character like
0: his character was still a pretty serious character. I wouldn't say that he was still himself. Most yeah. of them or any of the comedic relief really came from Michael Douglas. Yeah, yeah. He like, had little quips. Yeah,
1: yeah. He had, that, he had like little bit broke there and his character. character. Yeah, which I'm pretty which, sure. I, mean, I guess for amazing. him, mm.
0: <laughs> I guess for him could be a massive step from what he used.
1: <laughs> oh, true. Yeah, the people he's working with. Yeah, but I did like that serious element he kind of added as the mature. Uh, veteran Ant-Man in a sense. Veteran Ant-Man. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> how many ant puns can we make in this podcast?
1: <laughs> well, many, we'll wait till the Grant- Grant-Man comes on. <laughs> okay. Um,
0: Anybody missing Caleb Hant-Z? <laughs> that was such a
1: reach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my
0: gosh.
1: Um... All right, so Paul Rudd. Had you guys seen him in anything else before this movie? Um, oh, like notable?
2: I don't think so. Well, not that I'm like not that I realised it was
1: him. Yeah. That yeah. one.
2: That one movie. I honestly can't remember the name. But he has to. He gets
0: arrested and he has to do community service and he ends up working with like a a bunch of. You know, he works. He works with these two kids. I think two or three kids. It's like a. It's like a comedy movie. Hang on, give me a sec.
1: Wait, are you talking about Drillbit Taylor?
0: No, 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 no.
1: Okay, good. Because that's that's Owen Wilson. Oh, that's Owen Wilson anyway.
0: (laughs) (laughs) can't wait for the dedicated podcast on Owen Wilson. (laughs) Ah.
1: Similar thing. The only only thing I could, like, at the time, I'm pretty sure was Anchorman.
0: Anchorman. But he was... was, Oh, was that you in that? Yeah, yeah. I didn't even realize.
1: He has that perfume that smells like just turd.
0: (laughs) Role models. That's what I'd seen him in.
1: Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, it works 100% of the time, 60% of the time or something. <laughs> Role models. So. He doesn't have. Well, in this, he carried it well.
2: Night at the Museum?
1: What was he in that?
2: I am not. Such a random filmography.
1: <laughs> but yeah, he's known for his stuff on like SNL. He's a, he's a comedy actor. He's really good in it. So to I put mean, him in a... Main action Marvel movies something. Apparently
0: Rami Malik was also a night at the museum.
1: Yeah, he was the pharaoh. He was that's what kinda catap- that's what catapulted him to play Fetty Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, he was the pharaoh in that.
2: That guy just looks like a villain. <laughs> in real life.
1: I'll stay tuned for our night at the museum podcast as well. <laughs> <laughs> You've got your resume. Of course I've Fraser, so it makes sense. Night at the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Rudd, he got he got jacked for this movie. I remember there's, mm. yeah, I was actually surprised. I didn't know he could. I guess it would be pretty easy for him. He's not a big, huge dude like Chris Pratt or anything. So I can't imagine it. Oh, I'd still take work, but
2: he was just following the Marvel male stereotype. All <laughs> jacked. I mean, after Chris Pratt had his glow up, you kind of have to. You kind of have to follow that up.
1: What What's your yeah. excuse after that? Yeah, really. really <laughs> I think what gets to me is the fact that these guys, like him and um, Chadwick Boseman, uh, Robert Downey, they're all like pushing. They're like forty years old. Look at Snow. They, and they're getting like sixty something.
0: I didn't realize Chadwick Boseman and um, Michael uh, Michael Robert Downey Jr. were the same age. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, wouldn't right. have picked
1: that at all. Oh, what? So weird.
2: All those long say like, black don't crack.
1: Yeah. Wait, is I think he's older, right? Robert Downey Jr. is fifty-five, dude. Yeah. No, but I mean, like when he started on Iron Man, he was around forty-ish. Oh, right. Yeah, so like, and he didn't get as big, but yeah.
0: Chadwick, okay. Chadwick Boseman is forty-two years old.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, it's uh, a big difference.
1: And who else are we talking about? Paul Rudd. Yeah.
0: The actual guy who we should be talking. About. Yeah. Paul Rudd <laughs> is Paul Rudd is fifty-one years old. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. It's
2: wild, dude. He does not look that at all.
1: No. Yeah, right? In the cartoon, Scott Lang is very different to how he is in this movie. In the cartoon, he's just very serious. Like, it was a similar situation. It was always wrong place, wrong time. That's why he's in prison. But he's not actually a bad guy. He's just trying to help his daughter in the cartoon. But he was very, like, I don't know, very just depressed. Whereas in this one, poor Rudd is just complete other end of the spectrum <laughs> well
0: it's interesting how because i didn't watch the, that cartoon when i was younger mm. but how were the other characters portrayed like thor iron man and all that kind of stuff because obviously now like the marvel formula is sort of a blend of action and like and comedy and, and we're doing them really well but how are they portrayed in, in i guess other sources
1: stark like, is pretty similar to the himself. same yeah yeah but the version of Thor is more like Thor 1 and Thor, like the first mm, movie right. Thor is, Yeah, as the yeah, Ragnarok Thor Guardian. is completely different. And then Ant-Man... Actually, Hank Pym, yeah, he, he was kind of the main main one. Like, you don't really get Scott Lang at all.
2: Yeah. But you'd, but you'd imagine Hank Pym, like Hank Pym that we see in Ant-Man is sort of like what he'd be... Like what Ant-Man is in the com in the cartoons.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, I'd say Michael Douglas pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Except he's older. I did like the bit though at the beginning where he punches that guy in the face. Like, that was, really, <laughs> that, was that, great. that was good.
0: <laughs> I guess they just um, changed it to fit the new Marvel formula then. Because mm. I guess you can't go, especially coming off the, the back end of Guardians, which was a pretty comedic movie. And then Avengers Age of Ultron, which, again, was sort of that amalgamation of um, comedy and, and, and action. You can't really then go in and introduce a character that's, like, all serious, especially yeah. when nobody knows about him. Like, I feel like you would have lost a massive audience if you dropped a Marvel hero yeah. that is a, a bit of a meme and you try to make him really serious and, like, really, like, oh, yeah, you should care about this guy. It's like, dude.
2: Yeah. And you he wouldn't blessed. Yeah, he wouldn't blend with the Avengers. No, like yeah. that's That's not the character that the Avengers needed. They needed the, the poor run.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which,
2: addition. yeah.
1: Yeah, so it made... The casting choice made it easy to blend him into the into that, into their universe of, you know, mix of can get serious if he needs to, but also add that lighthearted yeah. humor to it.
2: I'm not going to lie. One of my favorite parts of the movie is the sidekicks.
1: Which one? Ti, oh, T. Oh. T. Ti, and the Russian dude. I love them. <laughs> nah, Luis, man, he's the best. <laughs> oh Luis yeah, and him. yeah, yeah.
2: The <laughs> three of them, the trio's awesome.
1: His uh, storytelling is the best. <laughs> mm.
0: I feel like that is something that they did really well, and like mm. actually, really makes me like what like watching the movie, even though I know what's coming, like him retelling the stories and them lining yeah. that up so well that was really great i really really like that <laughs> mm. it was just it added something so different and like fun to the movie
1: yeah yeah
2: yes and something that was outside of the comedy that they'd already done yeah yeah which i liked and you know what it's probably the first narva movie where they've done those minor side characters well yeah like, we've true. we've bagged on the other movies with thor's warriors And then the Howling Commandos, where they haven't been done properly. But these guys were actually done well and formed a pretty integral part of the movie. Well, yeah, they had their own, like, especially
0: going towards the end of the movie, they were pretty, like, imperative to the whole thing. Yeah,
2: Yeah, they did that really well.
1: And it's funny because the comparison, like, the Warriors 3, Howling Commandos, they're, like, I don't know, they got, like, they're more renowned or well-known these guys are just mm. random thugs three random inmates yeah. and they have and the biggest impact and i don't know i just we're yeah. drawn to them a bit more than we were with the others
0: yeah i think that and that's the interesting thing right is like the fact that we're comparing three random inmates to <laughs> three renowned warriors from a different bloody universe and i want to know more about the three random inmates than i do about these warriors hey one of them is ti so
1: yeah, true.
2: <laughs> i I know everything I need to know about T.I. <laughs> Are we going to talk about the ant
1: Yellow Jacket? Yeah. Again, like, because this movie we- was so grounded, uh, I did like uh, that it was just a simple villain, but mm-hmm. um, I wasn't a big fan of him per se. The actor? Yeah.
2: Just Yellow Jacket?
1: which chan's actually said as well he didn't love yellow casting but it was a good villain choice
0: i think it was a good villain choice I, I agree with the whole keeping it grounded thing but i i don't know i think for me it was just it was sort of a similar case to ronan right it was like another villain that was i think good i think better i think they did yellow jacket a little better than ronan oh, i don't know but it just me- it didn't really make me want to know more about him or anything like that. Like mm. I wasn't interested in Yellow Jacket the same way I, w- I wasn't really interested in Ronan. Mm.
2: But do you? But do you want to know more about Yellow Jacket? That's the thing. As like as a part of the MCU vision, I don't actually think he's that important. It was just something to bring the character of Ant Man in.
0: Yeah, no, completely. I I completely agree with that. Like Yellow Jacket, I could never watch. Oh, I, I could watch that movie and never look him up
1: yeah you don't really care
0: yeah. i think ronan ronan's different in that like okay who are the Cree, i want to know who is ronan mm. i want to know i want to know all that stuff whereas yellow jacket darren cross i'm like okay cool he's done and that's that's yeah. it that's where i leave him i guess
1: yeah that's true actually in the cartoon <laughs> cartoon again ant-man takes on the yellow jacket uh uh it's yeah. like who he becomes after he passes like Scott Lang becomes the Ant-Man and Hank Pym becomes the Yellow Jacket because he kind of loses it. And, <laughs> right, interesting. Yeah.
2: Also, quick bit of trivia: in the video where he's showing the Yellow Jacket for the first time, the music playing in the background is a bit from Two Steps from Hell, American Soldier. It's a good bit of music, and it's actually quite hard to find that bit of info on Google. Yes, yeah, it's right for it
1: well were you actually trying to find the music <laughs> yeah yeah because i knew i knew the music i
2: heard it uh, and then i tried to google it to confirm and absolutely nothing popped up did they use any ti songs for this movie I surely yeah. I, I don't think i don't uh, think so
0: that's wild <laughs> it's like fast and furious when they had Ludacris in there i'm pretty sure the whole soundtrack was ludicrous <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah that's true and those in the other one you had those two were they brazilian <laughs> those, those two guys. yeah
2: and then their songs yeah, yeah. are in it yeah, yeah yeah
1: i think just back to yellow jacket the thing too it's hard to make a good villain now especially again after loki after ultron after all these really good villains it's hard to it's make hard.
0: i think the thing with loki as well is the fact that he got so many chances to come back and develop as a character right Mm -hmm. whereas a lot of these villains like a ronin like a yellow jacket so far they're just one and done yeah yeah you can't focus too much on them because we also have to focus on the introduction of let's say the guardians or focus on the introduction of ant-man so we can't delve too much into the villain and then because it's such a one and done you're like oh okay well i don't know why do i why am i going to go and research him if like he's not going to be in any future movies
1: yeah yeah no definitely dead yellow (laughs) jacket yeah degraded like yeah i'm definitely not like going out of my way to want more yellow jacket if we're being honest but i think like it was delivered well enough in this movie in comparison to um the way ronan was like at least malika didn't get to say it in the previous guardians the end fight scene between ronan and the guardians was not greatest scene of all time No, that see, I, I like Guardians until that one scene. Yeah, no, I agree. The
2: scene. That scene should have ended in about two seconds, where Ronan just fires his staff at Star Lord and he crumbles into dust.
1: But um, we did get a showing of like the Power Stone and what it can do. Whereas in um, Ant Man, the boss fight was actually really good, like shrinking and then fighting on the train. Yeah, that was cool.
0: That was yeah. really good. Cool. Yeah, that was oh, that
1: really well was really done. Well. The, yeah, all the all the. Sh- all the shrinking and growing scenes
2: um, in Ant-Man really good. Actually, the they, how they, they filmed it. them well.
0: The way that they made that funny too, like they broke up a serious fight scene with comedy, <laughs> yeah. like hmm. when they're fighting on the train and then they zoom out to like real vision and the train just goes <laughs> and tips or something. Or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah, they they did really, really well. But then like they sort of stri- take you straight back into, okay, action fighting, like potential, mm. like Ant-Man's potential to
2: going to lose. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: No, it was I, I, I like the bug zapper bit yellow <laughs> Yellowjack gets thrown into yeah, the zapper.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I saw that for the sound effects of some of his lasers, it's from the Star Wars AT, ATs, I think. The oh, really? t- 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 Yeah, yeah. Again, because cool. Phase 2 was just like a pure dedication to Star Wars, apparently. Um, I'm
0: surprised that Star Wars don't have, like, ownership of those sounds or if they did like if, if they do and like they had to put like seek rights to use them how much that would have gone for
1: yeah true unless it's just disney like
0: you better or else well that's the thing was disney yeah. would they were they all under the disney banner at that time yeah yes 2015 yeah oh, i guess yeah, it so they own
2: the rights to it anyway
0: yeah i guess it would have been easier to get away with them.
1: um what did we think of the um i actually really liked oh, i wouldn't say i really liked it but i like his fight with falcon you know when yeah. he's going to get the? Uh, it's it's like a really small bit. I don't really care about Falcon, but I like that scene. Yes, <laughs> yes.
0: That's, that's all I, mean. I was like. For me, I'm just like I don't really care about Falcon. <laughs> I was like, I think I get. I think the whole being able to shrink while he fights and how they did that was executed really
2: well. Mm. Yeah. I don't I didn't care about Falcon. <laughs> yeah. It was just a it was just a funny scene. Like. Yeah. Just to get him into the next movie, pretty much. Yeah. Actually, but... that's what
0: I was thinking. The fact that like. You know, in other movies, they are able to enlist sort of, okay, so this is a full movie and we're going to have Captain America come in as a cameo, right? And mm. it's like, okay, this is an Ant-Man movie. Who can we afford to bring in as a cameo? <laughs> 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 Who's the cheapest Avenger? Literally. Uh, who, who would take uh, any <laughs> amount of money for some screen time? <laughs>
1: Oh man, yeah. I think Marvel's really good at their their cameos and name drops. um Again, in comparison to DC, they kind of just do it, but there's no real, there's no effect. It's like, uh like I think there's no effect because you know you're not sure if they're gonna do anything with it. Whereas with Marvel, you know, there's like a purpose to it. Well, we know now, like because mm. of Easter eggs and whatnot, that there's always. Speaking something. of, um, what what did um uh, who was Stan Lee in this movie?
2: A guy at the bar. True. When,
0: I feel like when that's Louise something we missed from every, every oh, yeah, movie right. that we've discussed is pointing out Stan Lee's cameo.
1: Yeah, I always forget it, to be honest. <laughs>
2: I, I, this one, he doesn't even say anything. It's Louise saying, or whatever his name is, saying what he says as he's yeah, 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 yeah.
1: It's good. It's good. Yeah, they fit fitting, they're fitting his cameos so well. I couldn't tell you which one's my favourite, though. There's, like, so many good ones. Because there's, like, 20 to choose from. i I did like i actually even though we oh i don't know how we all feel about guardians 2 but that's probably my favorite stanley cameo because it's the one that was like a fan service because he was in space with all the watches yeah that was really
0: cool but i think like again without going into too much of guardians 2 but i think that as soon as that came up you're like oh like what's happening with the watches are they going to incorporate them like and all that kind of stuff
1: yeah Mm. um I'll get some notes from Fitzy. So, apparently... Do you guys know who Edgar Wright is? He did, like, Shaun of the Dead. He's a director that did Shaun of the Dead. Hot Fires Uh Yeah, yeah. And, uh, is that the... is that? Hang on. Is that the bald guy? Or, like, semi-bold guy? No? Uh, I'm pretty sure he has hair. Anyway, <laughs> he directed those movies, and he no, was, Okay,
0: I'm thinking of a complete, complete wrong guy. Never
1: and what. he was going to get... Uh, I think Marvel just wanted someone... F- to do, who did, who'd done comedy movies. You know, who'd like <laughs> Man, English is my second language. Um, who had done comedy movies, with a background in comedy movies, but able to do a serious script. And actually, Edgar Wright was going to get experimental with it, but Marvel didn't want that. So they got <laughs> Peyton Reed, who'd done movies like Yes Man with Jim Carrey.
2: Interesting
1: and what do you mean it does it
0: say anything about how like what he wanted to do what edgar Wright wanted to do uh
1: when you again, say he wanted to
0: be experimental like
1: again i'm not 100 sure it's just what fits the. oh true 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 sorry yeah <laughs> um but yeah that's just one of his observations um though i do think marvel was trying to get someone who who'd done like comedy but was able to bring in bring it to us who was
0: the who was the other guy you said that they brought in instead
1: Peyton Peyton. Reed who'd done yes man and he didn't bring it on the cheerleader movie from I don't know (laughs) 2000 Um, Kirsten Dunst and stuff he did the breakup yeah oh yeah that one too
0: um and that's pretty much it (laughs) Ant-Man yes man the breakup Some other unknown movie. Bring it on. And then before that, nothing I've ever heard of.
1: So, yeah, it tells me Marvel was still kind of focusing on... Oh,
0: wait.
1: uh, humor thing.
0: So, he'd done the Shaggy Dog in 1994, but it's the Shaggy DA. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, real strong resume behind old mate. Yeah. (laughs)
1: But Edgar Wright still wrote the script, so. That's
0: okay.
1: yeah. They did a little combo. It really is all
0: right, isn't it, Malika? Yeah.
1: What did we think of Evangeline Lily as wasp? She when in th- like, I think we know knows. what Malika thinks. <laughs> I, um, like, um, thinking of that, we're, <laughs> we joke about Malika's ranking of Marvel women um i'd have her which i haven't done i'm not gonna comment not on i'm not talking about just uh looks or anything but like as like multiple
2: i've got multiple rankings
1: which women I like holding high regard and like really like in the mcu um i put her up there because yeah i agree Mm. her role as wasp was um even though i didn't like the second one as much i did like her as wasp i think she put it up very well and in this movie she was very tough on Scott Lang, especially when it came to training. I think it's obviously because yeah, she wanted yeah. to be the Ant Man or Ant Woman.
0: It's, it's funny how she's almost more of a badass without
1: the suit. I think, yeah,
0: yeah right. It's, yeah. it's more impressive when she's not like a, a hero because it's like, oh damn, you're still holding your own against all these people. And supposedly, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, she's still received like extensive training and all that kind of stuff, and she's highly trained. But you know, I think it's <coughs> a bit cool. But, yeah, yeah, I agree. i I'd, yeah, I'd put her up there. Yeah, she, she does a good job in this
1: movie. I think the other movie I liked her in, she was just a more supportive role. Was in Real Steel with Hugh Jackman, that movie where he trains a robot to fight other robots with his. Right, I watched that movie once. <laughs> And, uh, I, forgot that, I, I forgot that movie even existed. <laughs> Real steel. Holy crap. It's one of my um guilty pleasures to freaking love that movie. I've watched it way too many times. Well, more recently, she's like, Toriel
0: in the like Death race for me.
1: What what wait, what?
0: Yeah, I'm sorry, I i didn't realise I was talking over Malika, sorry. Oh you know there's like four death races, by the way. Yeah, oh, right. but the first one's yeah. death.
2: Yeah, with Statham, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah. you, you were actually making a valid point, Malika. <laughs> oh, I was just saying, she's Toriel in the New Hobbit trilogy as well.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. She's in yeah. there. So, yeah, it was a good casting. You got a bard. Bar- yeah, bad-ass, a a, a badass woman. A bard-ass woman. Exported to Middle Earth. We got the introduction of the Quantum Realm in this, which plays yes. a big part in
2: the second bossy
1: endgame. Which Thanks. no one
2: realized at this point in time.
1: Right. I do wonder how Chance was able to... Because that was one of his guesses, that they were going to use, somehow use the Quantum Realm to get everyone out.
2: Oh, but that was all over the internet. That wasn't Chance's guess.
1: No, mm. I guess he was looking into rumours. What, was, rumors what, what, was, his actual,
0: what was his actual guess, though?
1: We were trying to figure out how they'd get everyone back from being snapped.
0: Mm.
1: And Did they
0: use the Quantum Realm?
1: No, they used it to time travel right okay yeah spoilers
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah he was like he was scouring reddit for rumors and things and theories
1: (laughs) yeah i was just trying to guess but uh yeah quantum realm (laughs) that that was actually it sort of reminded
2: me actually no sorry dr strange comes after it but like when Mm. dr strange is going through all of his magical realms it's sort of they're similar Mm. i think
0: it was good because they didn't delve into it too much because obviously they were gonna look into it heaps in the second one yeah and then touch on it again in um in the avengers uh, but i think it was a good little introduction and they sort of made you wonder a bit more about it and then the whole thing with like oh scott's able to come back so can i get hank pym's wife i can't remember her name can i get hank, P- hank pym's wife back and i think from there it was sort of a really natural progression
1: i'm mm-hmm.
0: like okay well cool well
2: We've already lined up what number two is going to be about.
1: Yeah, yeah. Marvel's good at that.
2: Yeah, and yeah, giving her this wasp, the wasp suit at the end
1: as well. Yeah, yeah. I did like the clips of seeing um, Hank in the war in the Ant Man, like yeah. against the uh, uh, who were they fighting at the time? I can't remember. But yeah, and he shrinks the. He has it on his keychain. He has a tank, which he later just throws <laughs> throws out. Yeah, that,
2: that was awesome.
1: That was pretty sick. Yeah, I wish we got more on how they did those shrinking scenes. Because, like, when he first does it in the bathroom on accident.
0: Oh, yeah, when he's trying
1: out the suit. And you first see it, like, that, that was pretty cool.
0: Yeah.
1: But again, yeah, we, we kind of touched on it in the fight scene at the end. Yeah, those discs as well, they sort of
2: yada yada over how they get created. Like all of a sudden you have disks that can shrink things and make things bigger.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. It uses them in Civil War.
2: Yeah, but you, don't, we, you never really get a background over how they figure it out properly.
1: Do you think we need one? Or is it enough to just say uh, pim Particles, they shrink stuff?
2: Yeah, I, I can, think, cause I think the, if you start to get too technical, then you start yeah. to lose people. Yeah. I think that was pim Particles, and like nano is Marvel's favorite excuse <laughs> for explaining things. not <laughs> nano particles, mate. They need to go into more than that.
1: Uh, I think, yeah, I think it's enough to have us invested, but at the same time, like not too much to throw us off. Or
0: yeah, for the casual viewer, I think you just say, okay, that guy's name is Hank Pym, super smart scientist. He created Pym particles. They shrink stuff.
2: They're like, oh, okay, yeah, sh- yeah Pym particles. Yeah, sweet.
0: Throw I feel some like
2: that, in there, you're fine. <laughs> I feel like that was the pitch when they were sitting around a board table to get the movie going.
1: i
0: mean (laughs) (laughs) that's um, directly from my part of the bitch
1: (laughs) in avengers when bruce and tony have their dialogue there's a lot said in it but not you have to re-watch it anyway so i'm sure there's scenes in this where maybe there's things explained anyway where we just probably missed out on or whatever Mm -hmm. where they Go in a bit more depth into pin particles or whatnot.
2: I do like how um, Stark Industries was in this one.
1: Yeah, did they did they mention AIM as well?
2: Yes, that's who I think that's who they're fighting.
1: Mm.
2: Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Sorry, the buyers. Yeah, that's right. The buyers mm. for the suit. They or AIM. Yeah. Oh,
1: and there was another thing I saw recently that one of the buyers was also from the Ten Rings, like the actual Ten Rings, not the fake Ten. Oh, Rings. Sarah, <laughs> we're close <laughs> we've got month. toriel we've got the 10 rings now <laughs> on
0: his way to having his lord of the rings
1: well, because yeah successfully getting there oh yeah. man i can't
2: wait until we review them <laughs> 10 out of 10 every movie the
1: the actual uh yeah 10 rings is mentioned in this and uh yeah it's just some guy with a tattoo apparently but he was one of the potential buyers for the thing. So I think that was a pretty good cool n- nod towards what's going to happen next in, what is it, Shang-Chi or something?
0: Yeah.
1: It, that's interesting because I don't
0: know anything about Shang-Chi.
1: Me neither, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I barely. I but you're saying that AIM aim is going to be part of that then?
1: Uh, no, the Ten Rings. I think AIM is oh, right. mentioned in Black Widow, though, apparently.
0: Sorry, say who? what was mentioned in Black Widow?
1: AIM yeah right yeah so yeah as to how or where they'll go we'll see
2: Ames the one that has that wears the yellow suits in the cartoon isn't
1: it yeah and Modoc kind of leads him yeah. I think yeah the big headed thing that'll yeah,
2: be interesting see how they bring that into the movies
1: mm. again in I like
2: idea mechanics right
1: yeah which was introduced in Iron Man 3 but it was kind of it was messed Yeah. It was, a, it was a. It seemed like some indie hipster project or something. <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it.
0: <laughs> We've got the other post credit scene with um, Cap and Sam. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I was Bucky. like. Bucky. Civil War.
0: Yeah. Mm. So, obviously. I mean, they did manage to get. Was Chris Evans' face showed in that scene? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So they managed to get at least a minute of screen time out. of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably got paid like a million dollars. <laughs> it's
1: it's so that was they had that, and then in Homecoming they have another Chris uh, Captain America one, but it's just a public service announcement. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that even that is a bit of a setup for Civil War, right? Because they can't get in touch with Tony because of the records <laughs> and all that. Mm. Yeah, then, like, I guess that was a, a good way for them to integrate further into Ant-Man and Sam being like, oh, is it named Sam?
1: I think. Yeah.
0: With him being like, oh, I know it's Sam was. I guess yeah, that's yeah. how they bring Ant-Man into the fold a little bit further.
1: Yeah. And again, we said it, Marvel's good at making their tie-ins actually mean something. Yeah, 100%. them later.
2: I like how they get the job. Well, he finds out about the job from Sam through Louise. Louise, yes. Yeah, telling the
1: story. <laughs> it's like in the anime movies, it's the one thing I look forward to is when he's going to do those little <laughs> monologues. Recaps. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about Yellow
2: Jacket before. Yeah. About how, like, he's a villain. But, like, I think it was like, one of the first times you see a Marvel villain just, like, straight up murder someone. Like, it's cold blood. Like when he's in the toilet with the guy who criticizes the, the suit and he shoots the gun at him to oh, say yeah, yeah. shrink him and he just turns into a little ball of goop.
1: It's not the it's first like-
2: time. Not the first time.
1: It's one I wasn't expecting in a like such a lighthearted, yeah. like, more grounded movie. Because you see it in Winter Soldier. With, uh, yeah, well,
0: I was literally about to say. Yeah. I was literally about, when, when we see the Winter Soldier um, boat scene and Cap just like, shatters that guy's spine. Um, yeah. when he kicks him on the boat like. I think it's probably one
2: of the first times in Cold Blood
1: no you had the one with um, you know Bucky oh Winter Soldier and what's his name Pierce comes in and he kills his own he kills, yeah, he his kills the
0: maid or whatever
1: shoots his maid oh yeah
0: yeah that's right Yeah.
1: and then in Iron Man 3 you had when the fake president oh no the fake Mandarin guy just shoots the dude on TV <laughs> which you know That that's that. It's actually pretty dark, (laughs) but the whole thing's fake. So like, what the heck? Mm. But yeah, I. It's definitely one you don't necessarily see coming in a movie that's as this chill. Yeah. Was it so?
0: Because I can't remember. I can't remember that scene exactly. But you said he turns him into like just goop, right? Yeah, and he just picks him up with a tissue. Could be looked over, I guess, because it is a bit more unrealistic. Whereas the scene with, in Winter Soldier, like, where he just straight up shoots his mate. And then the, um, in Iron Man 3, where you see the, the killing on live television, I guess, like, that's a bit more, yeah. as weird as it is to say, it's more real, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, turning somebody into goop, like, <laughs> it's still, yeah, I agree, it's still cold-blooded, but it's like, oh, is it really going to happen, or could I really envision it happening?
2: <laughs> well, it depends how quick we get shrinking, raised. I
1: don't know. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. I don't. Know. I don't. I still don't completely understand how the the quantum realm was used to time travel, but that's probably for another conversation anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, again, I, I I think you wouldn't get much information from it out of it, in this movie anyway.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: I feel like in this movie it is a real just like introduction. It's just like oh, you know, my wife disappeared. She went into the quantum realm. She broke the regulators on her suit, and then. All, you, all you're thinking is like, what are you talking about? Like, okay, yeah, yeah. I yeah. the quantum realm's important and you're trying to introduce it, but also not trying to shove it down my throat. So I feel like that's all you're meant to really get from it. It's like, it's there, it exists, and we'll go into it later.
2: Yeah, all the, all he really says about time is that it travels differently there.
1: Mm. Oh yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah,
2: a lot of time there is nothing in real time and then the other way around. Like it's mm. it just travels differently to real time when you're in the quantum realm that's really all he says when
1: he's explaining it i kind of like that it was used as something that you were told to avoid in this movie like if you go in it you'll get stuck there so don't bother going it wasn't
0: something that was like encouraged to yeah
1: explain. so yeah. it was kind of in a way kind of throw us off from focusing on it like oh no they won't they won't use that because you can't but then yeah he goes in and coming. out anyway. yeah yeah he works- <laughs>
0: um what... how does it because i i can't remember exactly how does he end up coming back does it say or is it just like
1: he uses the disc the the enlargement disc yeah yeah
0: right 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 or did he just yeah. forget that he had that
1: <laughs> i don't know <laughs> or, or uh, he, he oh like,
2: yeah
1: as well as him in the, in the realm isn't it he you start to lose it or something you're factor right. stuff up or something like that
2: mm. but doesn't he tune it or something so that yeah it makes him grow more than usual which is oh, how okay. he gets giant man in the end.
0: Yeah, or, that too. Yeah, well, I think, think so. That's <laughs> right. So he, he tunes it up while he's in the quantum realm? Well, am I thinking of the right movie or if I skip to...
1: No, I think he experiment. does. He definitely does something to it.
0: But, Which is another thing. Yeah. How
2: does, how does Scott Lang do that?
1: Yeah, is, was he... I know in the cartoon he was like an engineer.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's an electrical engineer. Yeah, that's it's, right. Yeah. So he's good but with, he still yeah. gets a job at basketball.
1: Yeah, but it, even then right like okay yeah
0: you're an electrical engineer criminal it, it means Not you've perfect. got a bit of brain behind you but to all of, like to all of a sudden now be able to re-engineer something that a world-class scientist has done and be like i'm gonna do this and this will get me out of the quantum realm which he admits he has no understanding of <laughs> like i feel i feel like
2: that's a bit far-fetched for me yeah. in the movie you see him in his training montage you see him playing around with the suit inner workings
1: the way it goes to change the regulator and gets told not to
0: i know how to change a car battery now all of a sudden i know how to work
1: (laughs) (laughs) the way i understand it again i'm sorry to
0: any electrical engineers that i just (laughs) offend it's
1: kind (laughs) of it's kind of reaching um
0: way smarter than me
1: because uh (laughs) hang pym again his approach to the quantum realm is not to go in at all so he he doesn't see any solution of getting out. Whereas, um, what's his name? Scott Lang's approach is, it's fresh, it's new. So he'll try to think of new ways or innovative ways to use the suit and the tech. But again, like as an engineer, how far does that, could that go <laughs> in, in real life? In the movie it worked though, so. <laughs>
0: Can we get a real electrical engineer to join our next podcast? To join the next Ant-Man podcast and talk about uh, the feasibility of breaking down the Ant-Man suit?
1: you got a, you got a dropout student if you, if you want. <laughs> we've got, we've got did, an uh-huh. electrical
0: engineer. We've got a civil engineer. I just work in marketing, so I've got no idea. I build <laughs> a computer,
2: <laughs> but not an Ant-Man suit.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, <laughs> up, yeah.
2: Sick, bro. Thanks.
1: That'll probably get you out of the uh, quantum realm, I reckon. All right. Shout did out say... to
0: our sponsor for this episode, Malika's PCs. Uh, use my discount code to get twenty percent off at the store.
1: Discount code, res, <laughs> <laughs> <Rays. laughs> <All right. laughs> Want to you? You want to you want to cap it off?
0: I mean, yeah. I don't think there's too much to actually.
1: Is yeah. there
0: much else to talk about? Well, it's not a, it's not a deep movie. No, yeah. it's not. There's a lot of good stuff that they did, and. Like, they did introduce a couple of things, but I feel like in this movie, if we're trying to stick to this movie, they didn't really go too deep into it, tied yeah. into anything else, like... No.
1: No. Yeah. It, it, I think it, in comparison to, like, Thor and Iron Man 3, which was supposed to be huge, this was a nice grounded movie that holds its place a little better than those movies did. I mean, they do have a place, but this one you could appreciate more because it was new... And they didn't try to go too big, so.
0: I think the fact as well that this introduction movie came at the end of a pretty big, like, yeah, yeah. Of, of, not a pretty big phase, but like the end of a second phase where you've already got so many established characters and storylines, and mm. so it's like, you can't really go too deep into much because you've already got so much going on outside of it.
1: Mm. Yeah. it's very fresh, this one. Mm. All right, so final thoughts, order of uh, initial thoughts. Malika, Rose... Zitter.
2: i'll give you i'll give this an 8.6 Ooh, 8.6 that's high big guns yeah I, I actually really enjoyed it like i had mm. i watched it when it first came out and i watched it last weekend mm. i really I actually really enjoyed it yeah like it gave me sort of everything i want from a, a marvel movie it had the humor it had the seriousness it had the action which was filmed in a way we hadn't seen before shrinking and <laughs> And that was integrated really well. Or not not seen before like in all Marvel like all cinema. Yeah. Seen properly in Marvel. The characters right. were good. The castings were good. Um, so it just it ticked the boxes for me.
1: Yeah, nice.
0: Reezy. It's kinda of hard for me. To, I'm now thinking of a rating because I, I rated it sort of middle ground. And that's not to say that I didn't enjoy it. I think I just enjoyed a lot of other movies more. Mm. Um and I think that the place that they held in the sort of the greater universe, I guess, were, were a bit more weighty for me in, in comparison to this movie. So number rating, I think, is kind of weird, right? Because yeah. I can't remember what I rated our phase one movies, but I'm pretty sure like there weren't too many of them that broke or maybe like an eight or something. Mm-hmm. I know I gave Guardians an 8.7, I think. Yeah. I don't want to give this movie lower than... Because it was a good movie. All right, I'll say an 8. I'll say an even 8.
1: Yeah. You had it 13th, and you had Guardians six.
2: Yeah. I'll say an even 8. I was going to say 7.8, but that felt a bit low. Yeah. So I'll say it's 7.8. It's, it's, it's a lot better than 7. In the 7s we've been Yeah, having, see, yeah. that's what I mean. Like, 7 yeah. feels wrong, but then 8, in comparison to all the other movies, feels
0: yeah. too high. But stuff, like, I'm just going to go an 8, and then I'll redo my rankings at the end of all this, and it'll make sense. <laughs>
1: I, yeah, I need to, I probably need to change some rankings and ratings to be honest, but like I had this in my top 10 and I agree, uh, I go by how much I enjoy these movies and mm-hmm. yeah, similar to Malika, I, I enjoy this movie without expecting to enjoy this movie. So, um, I'll probably give it a, like close to an 8.5 as well, maybe 8.2, something like that, 8.25. Um, but yeah, uh, I thought it was really a, a really fun movie, quirky, good humor, and at the same time, I really like the uh, the sciency aspect of pin particles and shrinking. Those fight scenes were really good. Yeah, it's just a really fun movie. Um, the observations of chains and fits. I'll give Caleb said it was a seven point nine out of ten. Lots of laughs, fun movie, different style, excellent casting, especially Paul Rudd. He just didn't love yellow jacket casting, but it was a good villain choice. And Fitzy said, uh, Paul Rudd's amazing comedy actor, addition to the movie is great. Um, Oh, yeah, Ant-Man came out at a good time because it was lighthearted enough and fun enough to enjoy before going into Civil War, which we kind of said. And he actually feels that if people hate it or love it, he gets it, but it's a personal favorite for him. Should he give a rating? No, he didn't.
2: Blame. <laughs> let's just say, let's just say nine. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I reckon he'd put it pretty. He put high. it pretty high. But he and likes he the it... second one more.
2: Interesting. Can't actually remember the second one all that well, so I, I remember not or...
1: enjoying it. But I need to rewatch it. Try to
2: see David's
0: rankings.
1: Um, I got it. He has. He actually put. Uh, I don't know if I told you this, Endgame and Infinity War 4th f- and 5th. He actually That's put that. <laughs> it's interesting. Um, uh, but he has Ant-Man ninth.
0: ninth. Which is strange, considering he says it's a personal favourite.
1: Mm.
0: Oh, but then, uh, yeah, he does put Ant-Man and Wasp.
2: David, you put Ant-Man and Wasp above Black Panther, which, again, is blasphemy. That is absolute blasphemy. Uh, <laughs> I will hunt you down, Fitz.
1: Yeah, I didn't do that. I put Ant-Man and Wasp very close to the to the last.
2: <laughs> Where did I have ant mans either I don't even remember.
1: Your you had Ant-Man thirteenth after Age of Ultron. Yeah,
2: Mountain. same as me. Fair. But, I probably wouldn't move it.
0: Still though, you gave it an eight point what 7? 8. Yeah. 8. 8. seven? <laughs> eight point five? Eight point seven. Eight point seven at thirteenth.
1: <laughs> that means the other movies must be stellar. Eight point eight, eight point nine, nine, nine
2: point one. It's. I think it's just it Like, there'll be others ranked like that. I've ranked higher. That I'll be sitting around the same rating. For me, it was just a. a it was a good movie. It's kind like, of hard, and there'll be people that don't like it, probably, or don't agree with me. But it, like I said, it ticked the boxes for me. I, I think it's it's difficult because
0: the rankings are looking at them all together whereas like the rating you're just giving it as a movie but like while i might give another movie potentially a lower rating it doesn't mean i
2: wouldn't give it a lower ranking
0: Mm.
1: yeah and that's
2: happened with me yeah like hulk i've got 10th or something and i gave that six and a half or seven or whatever it was
1: yeah and i think i said it like even though i have movies low ranked it doesn't necessarily mean like it doesn't have a place. Like they yeah. all obviously have a place, but I can still find myself watching them or forcing myself to watch them. Just <laughs> at the end of the
0: day, now you now know that our ordering
1: systems mean nothing. <laughs> um, so don't
2: pay attention <laughs> to them. <laughs> Basically, uh, <laughs> triple
1: threat, triple
2: threat, um, cranking. Haven't played that in so long. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright, uh, be sure to check out our Spotify, YouTube, and we're also on Facebook as Casual Discussions with the Boys. Instagram, Casual Discussions 300. And uh, yeah, thanks for watching. Great.
0: Great. Follow only early fans.